Hello, and welcome to Soulful Wildflowers, a podcast where we explore topics and modalities to help raise your vibration, strengthen your internal guidance system, and your connection with self. I'm Carrie, a writer, emotional wellness coach, empath, and explorer of spirituality. My goal is to awaken the lightworker inside of you by discussing topics you may have previously thought out of reach. So welcome to Woo Woo 101, a down-to-earth approach to spirituality. As Dolly Parton once said, wildflowers don't care where they grow. So no matter where you are in your awakening, years in or just starting to explore, you're exactly where you need to be. We're so grateful you're here and can't wait to grow with you. So hello, hello, and um, welcome everybody. If you're on the Facebook Live, I'm Carrie Fox. This is the Soulful Wildflowers podcast, and I am super excited because I have a special guest with me today. I have the amazing Jessica Bravo, and Jessica is a licensed acupuncturist, Reiki master teacher, and intuitive holistic healer, and a coach. Jessica is also the host of the Holistic Me podcast and the creator, author of the Wellness Within Index series. So hello, Jessica. Welcome to our, our little podcast. Hello, Carrie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, and today we are going to talk about um, stress and anxiety. Yeah. And I think this is something that I know for me personally, I've dealt with my whole life, but um, thrown in the midst of a pandemic. And I think that really just kind of ramps up the stress levels um, it's just everything, really, the chaos. Um, so I thought this was a fantastic topic for us to talk about today because I don't know that there's any any person out there that has not <laughs> been affected in some way by this pandemic, whether even if they weren't like full of stress and anxiety before, um, I feel we're all experiencing at least some level of this now. So I thought this would be a great, great topic for us to talk. Absolutely. And you're 100% on it. I mean, so many people already have some level of stress in their life to begin with, not necessarily, you know, something that we would clinically diagnose as anxiety necessarily, but just stress in general. Mm -hmm. And then you throw in this pandemic, we're almost a year into it. And yeah, things are tense. Uh, stress is high. Um, anxiety is high, uh, symptoms that come from the stress and anxiety have increased for people within people that I know my own patients within my practice, or even within my own family, things like TMJ and sleep, like inability to sleep or get good sleep. All of these things are, are increasing just from yes. the increased stress from the year we've had so far. So yeah, it's, it's definitely something that it applies to anybody. And, you know, it's funny you say that because I, I wanted to share a little bit about my own journey with stress and anxiety because, um, it, you know, it, it's something, like I said, that I've, I've dealt with my whole life, but there was a point at the start of the pandemic where I had new symptoms come up that I didn't relate to this like stress. And I actually went to my doctor's office um, and I was having chest pains. 
and I'm like, something's wrong. Like my heart, like freaking out, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not old, but you know, I guess I'm getting older. I'm not in my forties yet, but geez. And you know, I'd be walking the dog and I'm like, I'm in nature and I'm just strolling down the road with my dog, like totally casual. This isn't stress related. And my doctor right. kept asking like, are you sure? Are you sure? And again, I was working full time. I was home with three kids because daycare was closed. The schools were closed. I'm like, no, no, it's not stress. Sure enough, <laughs> it was stress. Like, you know, they checked my heart. Everything was fine. I was, you know, healthy and good shape, all those things. And um, sure enough, it, it was stress related. So even if you've experienced stress and anxiety before, this is, this is like a whole new level with whole new um, it shows up in different ways. So it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be what you've experienced. Absolutely. It can change at any moment. The body's reaction or response to stress can, can change on you very quickly. Like, just like you saw uh, for yourself. And it's, um, it's something, again, I've just seen it within my own patients that have continued to work with me virtually since I've closed my office um, temporarily through all of this, being home with my son and everything. So, and, and in my own experience too, um, <laughs> with the added level of stress, um, <laughs> but it's, it's amazing how, you know, it's very common to see things come up in that way. Like you said, you were having chest pain. My husband started having jaw pain and he's never had jaw pain before. And, you know, through some assessment on my end, I'm like, you have TMJ <laughs> like for sure. And his <laughs> jaw was out of alignment because he's been clenching and all of these things. So you, mm, these, yeah. these little things can come up because you start, the stress has to go somewhere it, within the body regardless again whether it's it's diagnosed clinically as anxiety or not any stress that we mm -hmm. experience it can be sitting in traffic it can be you know you spilt something on yourself and now you're you're flustered anything like that um will heighten the cortisol levels within your body and your body doesn't know the difference between you know you just spilt your coffee on yourself or you're being and you're like late for a meeting now, or you're being chased by a bear. Like your body biologically doesn't know the difference as a, in a chemical response within the body. That's so, interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when that happens, if we don't release the stress, we don't let it go in some form, it stays within the body and it creates either tension in the muscles. So people will have neck and shoulder pain. People will have tightness in migraines. their chests, migraines, um, stomach pains, all sorts of physical pains. Um, then even, um, you know, neurological things can come up because of the way things are maybe aligned in the body and the tension that happens. Um, if there's, you know, poor circulation now that comes from the tension whatever it can spiral. And so if we don't take care of it, it eventually will settle somewhere. And that leads to us then doing, you know, in my husband's case, clenching, right? And so then that causes the pain in the jaw, which then is going to cause potentially something else. And um, 
for others, it might be the shoulder pain. And so you find yourself now sitting differently, which will cause you to change your posture and from there mm. develop other pains somewhere else in the body because now your posture is off. So it, it becomes a spiraling or like, like the a snowball. Domino yeah, domino effect, snowball mm-hmm. effect where it like you, if you don't take care of it right away or address it um, quickly in some form, then it just builds and creates more and more um, stress response in the body. So it shows up in so many different ways. So all that to say, take notice of when you feel that tension happen or that chest pain or that clenching or um, the, the pain come, you know, come back. If it maybe diminishes when you're feeling pretty good, stress is low. And then as soon as the stress level increases, the pain comes back. Pay attention, notice what you're doing, what's causing the stress so that you can maybe tweak what's going on or get yourself out of the situation, or take a moment to take a deep breath and, and relax your nervous system. Mm, reset. Um, yeah, reset. Um, if, if you're already in the thick of it, and you've had stress for so long, you don't even know where to start, um, begin by tuning into where you feel the stress in your body manifest. Okay. And for like, for your example, the tension in your chest, for me, I know it's um, not so much pain in my chest, but tension in my chest. So I don't really breathe. I end up breathing very shallow and I'll notice like all of a sudden I'll have to Mm. take this really big, deep breath out of nowhere because, uh, because I haven't been breathing really. (laughs) Like I've almost been holding my breath in a way of breathing so shallow that (laughs) all of a sudden I'm like, all of a sudden I take this big breath. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, wait a second. Why? Like, what was I doing? What was causing me to do that? And so, um, and then, you know, moving my body in some way to release whatever might be there. So it doesn't linger and, you know, have that snowball or domino effect, but pay attention to where it's manifesting to then start to like work your way backwards um, to identify the triggers of the stress. And then- change the patterns, change the behaviors, all of that. So So I want to add another layer onto this because, you know, specifically for moms, there's a lot of moms in this group. And, you know, I think as, as moms, we thrive off of routines, right? I mean, it helps us with the kids and and making Mm -hmm. sure everybody's on time. And with the pandemic, obviously the routines were thrown out the door. And so it builds all this stress because, you know, what's that saying where you have like 800 tabs open and there's music playing from somewhere and you're not really (laughs) sure where, and you know, it's that, it's that idea, like you've got too much going on and the, the stress that's coming up, if you don't give yourself the opportunity to really be present in your own body, you're not going to be able to identify where it's coming from. So whether you have migraines or you feel like you're shaking or your hands are tingling or all these symptoms that are coming up, like you have to almost take a step back and, and let some of those things fall and give yourself space to even be like, first of all, take a deep breath, (laughs) you know, and, and acknowledge, okay, what, 
you know, what is going on in my life right now that could be causing this? Where in my body am I feeling it? So it's even before you can even be present and acknowledge that you have to like almost force yourself sometimes as a mom, I think. Oh yeah. Especially I think as a mom, because like you said, we, our life becomes like to be in charge of these little lives, right. That need us to keep (laughs) things in order for them in order so that they, you know, they'll eat on time or they'll, you know, get, get to bed, you know, go to the bath, make it to the bathroom, all of these things. Brush Um, your teeth and get dressed. And yeah. yeah. And keeping, like you said, all those tabs open of everything that needs to get done for the kids. But then you also have the tabs for you and maybe the, like the chores in the house and your partner and uh, it just gets overwhelming. Exactly. So there has to be, has to be, it's so important. Um, a time in whether it's your day, if it's possible every day would be amazing. If not at least once a week where you are able to close all those tabs and just sit with yourself and just work on you and whatever capacity that may be to begin with, but taking that step. And, and I'm saying at least to begin um, because I never like to overwhelm people and say, you have to sit for an hour every day and work on yourself mm-hmm. um, at least five minutes give yourself we want them to succeed yeah yeah start Start small five minutes to yourself I'm sure there's some way even if you're a single parent there is some way that you can get five minutes maybe it's after the kids are asleep maybe that's the only opportunity you have um or you know putting they're watching a movie and, and they're safe on the couch and you can go to the other end of the room and, you know, do, do what you need to do, but five minutes to begin of just checking in with yourself and within those five minutes, taking one to two minutes to do breath work. And then that other time it could be checking Mm -hmm. in, it can be some light stretching, whatever you need for yourself could be just journaling your thoughts out real quick um, as much as you can in that time frame that you have but start small and start somewhere but the the my my biggest homework assignment or my first homework assignment is always to start with breath work because that's the easiest thing and that's what's gonna have such a quick impact on our nervous system when as a society we tend to be shallow breathers in general, um, most people. Um, and so when we train ourselves to breathe, do this deep abdominal breathing, fully breathing into the belly and the lungs, really being mindful of fill, taking in as much as we can and then fully exhaling, doing that, even if it's just 10 breath cycles or one minute um, that you set a timer for, helps to reset your nervous system, your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems Mm. and, and go from like all systems firing to like back to center. So that, yeah, recentering and like turning things off that shouldn't be on. Right. It's like having, having something plugged in that is 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example. That's not being used, but it's taking up power, <laughs> right? It's it's energy. It's yeah, not yeah. in use, but it's taking up power away from you. And so that's what happens when our system goes haywire and we have all the stress happening. There's all of these things going off that don't need to be there or don't need to be active in that time because you're not being chased by a bear. Um, you know, you're just sitting, <laughs> sitting, trying to maybe sort your mail and you're getting overwhelmed because there's stacking up on you or, or your inbox is really full. Right. So taking that time, it's amazing how the little things, yeah, it adds Mm -hmm. up, it adds up. And that effect, because we experience it so often throughout our, just the day, forget you know, a week, month, year, it's like our norm. in a single it's day, crazy. yeah, you have so much stress coming at you in some form or another that our bodies never get a chance to come back down. And, and that's with the cortisol levels mm-hmm. and whatever other hormones, um, that go out of whack. Um, and, and the nervous system, it just, it just stays on rather than like calming back down as it would back in the day when our biggest stress was, you know, being chased by something and then things were calm. (laughs) Right. So you had an opportunity to shut off and like be in just rest mode. And now even when we're sleeping, we, you know, we go to sleep in a stress state. So our bodies can't sometimes can't fully relax and get good sleep, which then, leaves you, you know, again, in this other spiral that it just, it just builds. So start with the breath. If nothing else, do some breath work, give yourself five minutes in the day or in the week to begin, if that's too much. I know some people like it's, it's a lot. If you've got more than even whether you have kids or not, but if you have more than one kid, I know it can get really chaotic Um, and get that five minutes in a week. And then over time, drop in, you know, maybe you have one day where you do five to 10 minutes, but then every other day you're doing one to two minutes of breath work and you slowly start to sprinkle it in throughout Mm -hmm. your day. And then you start to do it with the kids um, or with your partner. And so you yes, now you're introducing more opportunities to do these stress reducing practices that not only benefit you, but benefit the whole family, but you have to start with yourself Absolutely. before you can kind of, you know, expand it outward. Um, but it's such a powerful tool to just breathe. So many of us are walking around, not breathing or using our full lung mm-hmm. capacity. So um, begin there. <laughs> I wanted to share Yeah, I wanted to share really quick as you're talking about, you know, this starting like this self care, Mm -hmm. especially with moms who feel like they don't have that time. And like you said, you know, if you have to do it when your kids go to sleep, do that. And then Allison is on Facebook Live with us and she says, in the shower may be the only time you get. Hey, if you have to do it in the shower, do it in the shower. Um, But, you know, you don't have to wait until you're alone to do it either. Like you said, do it with the kids. Like I, I love when, um, my seven-year-old Anna, she's saying, mom, you know, you need, you're stressed out. You need to go meditate. Like, or, (laughs) or she sees me like with my eyes closed and just kind of like resetting, you know? And I, I just do it randomly throughout the day. And she's like, 
oh, are, are you resting? Are you meditating? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, make, make it the norm. It's no big deal. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. and you're also giving them the opportunity to learn ways that they can self-regulate their own energy and their own stress levels, which I, I think is fantastic because monkey see monkey do, right? Like you could tell them until you're blue in the face, but actually seeing you do it, you yeah. know, it's funny. My kids like mimic me and, and, um, and yeah. you know, <laughs> they'll sit cross-legged on the too. floor and they're, you know, <laughs> joking around a little bit, but at the same time, like they're learning a new skill. So it, you know, yeah. if you have to do it with the kids. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And my son does the same thing. He'll mimic me. Um, and he, or he'll come and sit in my lap, you know, while I'm doing it and he'll, you know, he'll have his iPad with him or something. <laughs> I'll take advantage. He's like, he'll, he'll start playing a game and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit for like two minutes while he's doing that. And then he'll like come and plop himself on top of me, which is totally fine. I'm like, as long as I can still he's do it. He's probably soaking in that mama energy, yeah, exactly. that like calm mama energy. <laughs> but yeah. And, and to the listener's comment, um, yeah, the shower is a perfect place to do it too. You know, take a little bit longer shower, let that, let the water like help with your tension like let it hit the shoulders if you have shoulder pain like take that extra minute or two in the shower and while you're doing that breathe in deeply do that breath work in the shower that's perfectly a good place to do it it doesn't like you said it doesn't have to be this um, concrete way of doing things there's so much flexibility and and if you do have the kids and you you do it with them, it only sets them up for, for better habits and um, just better levels of stress in the future or better ways to manage their stress in the future as they get older. Like you said, monkey see monkey do they, they might, they might think it's silly right now. My, my son does the same thing. He'll copy me if I'm doing any chanting and he'll laugh and giggle, but, but he gets it. And he knows like we, I have him like press on certain points on himself when he's feeling upset oh, and he'll that. ask for help. You know, he'll say, I need help calming down. And so then we'll press on some points and we'll do the breathing. Do and some so tapping. Yeah, we, <laughs> we press the chest points. And then if he has a tummy ache, he knows he can press his belly points. And so we, oh, I love we that. start to introduce these things to them now and they're set up much better in the future and they're able to communicate better too on how they're feeling if we're open about it with them because if we try to hide the stress I mean you know obviously we don't want to be allowing the stress to maybe have be toxic. shouted at the kids and be toxic but but we want to show them that it's okay for mommy or daddy to be upset about something or overwhelmed um, and, and know that we can do something about it in a healthy way and that it's okay when they get upset or overwhelmed or, you know, have, have a little bit of a tantrum or something that they have the ability and the tools to also reset so they can start to make the connection yeah. like, oh, when mommy gets upset, she like stops, takes a deep breath and she's better. Okay. When I have a tantrum, oh, I need help calming down. I know I can take a deep breath. I might need other tools, but it starts to, you know, click in their head and it's, 
-hmm. it starts at that age really and I think that's what the world needs is introducing kids to these tools and and habits now at a young age when they're in preschool and or even babies (laughs) and show them (laughs) that this is what should be the norm um these are practices that should be done in every household again even if it's just breath work like that is a game changer when you start to do this and implement it on a daily basis um and then there's other other tools like i do work with my patients on the acupressure um using mm-hmm. things like tapping eft um that are fall in line with the acupressure points that would be useful in the in these cases of stress or anxiety um meditation all of that people think that meditation is okay i have to sit for an hour quietly with no thoughts in my mind but right it's not the case that's not <laughs> go how for it works. a walk in, <laughs> like going for a walk can be meditation um but the other thing i want to i do want to stress or point out is that movement is a really good way to get remove stress from your body so the breath work allows your nervous system to settle and recenter um or reset i should say um and then movement allows you to release it so um and i've got videos of this on like my instagram and tiktok um it's probably it's on my youtube channel as well but um doing things like shaking or bouncing uh, the body, which is very gentle and simple that, you know, doesn't require like rigorous exercise, but it's something that you can do in your house, in your room, in the bathroom, um, maybe not the shower. (laughs) So you don't, no slipping, but, um, (laughs) don't fall, don't fall. (laughs) But if you like need to like, you know, if you are looking to like hide away from the kids for a minute, but you want to get the energy out, go you know if you've got a big enough pantry you can do it in the pantry or if you've got a walk-in closet go in the closet and do the shape this like bouncing shaking and release the energy it's a form of qigong that's practiced and again it helps to reset the nervous system and just like animals um if you see when animals are stressed like afterwards they'll shake right like they'll shake their legs or they'll tremble yeah um that's them getting rid of stress that's them releasing it and so we just tend to get tight and tense and we don't do anything with it and then it just stays there and then we like try to relax but then there's still that little bit of like tension holding on but if we we, like shake it out um then you're you're moving it you're letting it move through you and it won't stay you know it won't find a place to settle in um and stick around so those are like if you're gonna start somewhere just start with that (laughs) one thing that i really like to do because i can do it with the kids is just put on like pick a random like dance song like something that's like really uplifting and um, high energy that the kids enjoy and just dance especially if i'm like angry or you know just in a, a state where my emotions are really heavy then I'm like, you know, it's, it's an easy way for me to reset without having to be like, so serious. It it really lightens up the whole atmosphere and it's something that the kids can participate in. So even if they are like, so my older two are five and seven and 
you know, they're now at an age where they're like fighting over toys and <laughs> over devices. And I'm like, reset, reset. It's like my reset button, you know, just to, to dance, dance or, or make a joke of something. Yeah. And it really like, it, it gets their mind off of whatever they're like hyper-focused on and yeah. it gives them an opportunity and myself as well to get that energy out. So I love that you say that because there's so many different ways that you can do that, but it doesn't have to be that like, oh, I need to go to the gym for an hour to get yeah. this stress out. Like it, it can be a quick one minute, two minute thing. So yeah, um, that, that's great advice. I love that. Yeah. Put on your favorite song and just, just dance it out. That's another amazing option. It's the same as, as the shaking. It has the same effect on the body. Um, and yeah, I do that with my son. Too. I probably look like... the same both ways. So <laughs> we, we have spontaneous dance parties all the time. Like if I notice he's getting a yeah. little overwhelmed and he hasn't quite gotten to like a tantrum state yet. I'm like, Hey, you want to go have a dance party? And he'll be like, yeah. And like shift the energy right away. And like, and then we can go back to whatever he was trying to do with a clear mind again and not so frustrated so yeah doing that again showing showing the kids that there's there's a way to um there's not only yeah there's tools to like to reset to be calm but also have fun like it doesn't this this the the act or the practice of lowering your stress should not be stressful (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) so don't get in your head about like okay I gotta do this a certain way in order for it to work just do it just do something um something that helps you feel good and feels good to you and Mm -hmm. allow it to shift your energy um because even that in and of itself I mean if you're somebody who if you do have extra time in your, in, in your life, maybe um, kids are older or something and something like even painting, you know, if that's what you enjoy rather than moving, maybe that's your release, you know, getting, to, allowing your body to mm-hmm. release through, through art. That movement. Um, but you're doing something. That's a great idea. So bringing things back into your life that you found that did bring you joy before, maybe you haven't done them in a long time, but reintroducing them, um, that in and of itself, you know, it's going to elevate those, those happy hormones and reduce that cortisol, um, and really improve your stress levels overall. So Jessica, I wanted to ask you, I wanted to make sure I I got this question in. So, (laughs) because I know you touched on a little bit, you know, we're talking about stress and anxiety and um, how it affects sleep. And I know for me personally, like sometimes when I've got a lot going on, not that I don't have a lot going on pretty much all the time, but when that, (laughs) when that gets elevated even more, I have a hard time sleeping. Um, and I like process my checklist in my brain. I can't fall asleep because I'm like going over all the things I need to do. But then I also notice my five-year-old now, God bless her. (laughs) Um, they're transitioning her in daycare from away from naps. So she's not getting the nap during the day. So she gets really tired at night, but now she's sleepwalking (laughs) and she like runs around in circles and she's, she's very much like not coherent. Like she's in her own world. Like she's legit sleepwalking, but 
I would love if you have any tips or tricks. Obviously, we can't get her back on the nap routine, but I don't know if there are things we can do before bedtime to help her relax mm-hmm. um, and, and release kind of that stress and that tension. Because I, I think she's just overstimulated from the day, right? Yeah. Um, to help her, you know, have a more restful sleep. Absolutely. Well, one thing immediately that comes to mind for her is do some sort of grounding work. So you could have, it could be as simple as like massaging her feet or have like doing it with her. Um, massaging the feet is very grounding before mm-hmm. bed. I, I recommend this even for my adult patients. Um, and then for my pediatric patients too, that have trouble sleeping, um, grounding the energy by rubbing the soles of the feet. Um, but for the other thing she could do too, which maybe helps get out a little bit of pent out energy is to stomp her feet. So she can, you know, maybe before bath or something, oh, I don't she'll know love your, that. your <laughs> night routine is, but like to march around and stomp like an elephant, you know, have her stomping around, um, because that too is going to like stimulate the foot, the bottom of the foot and create that grounding energy and bring the energy down. Um, so that's really important because oftentimes when write, we have write this down, <laughs> yeah, when we have difficulty sleeping, <sighs> the energy is like up here, it's like not anchored in the body. And, um, and so it will, it will either cause us to be restless where we just toss and turn, it'll cause us to have really vivid dreams or, um, or wake frequently, like wake easily with like very little interruptions or sounds Mm -hmm. that, you know, wake you, um, things like that. And so we want to children and adults, we want to anchor our, our spirit really back into our body and anchor our energy down and get grounded, um, so that that doesn't happen. And so working on the feet is one of the best ways to do that. Um, there's some other acupressure points that are good for promoting sleep, but most of the ones that I recommend when, you know, we're just kind of general all purpose, uh, because there can be other things Mm -hmm. that we can look at pattern wise, um, from a Chinese medicine standpoint, acupuncture standpoint. Um, but as a blanket statement, something that benefits everybody that's having trouble sleeping is working on the feet. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then, so Allison says that her husband and kids have night terrors or sleepwalk if they overheat. So make sure the house is cool at night and pajamas should be natural fiber. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She runs, she runs warm too. So that, that's interesting that you say that Allison. Yeah, definitely take a look at the, the temperature. Um, that can affect sleep for sure. I know, like, like she said, is if it's too warm, your body can't really settle. That's why baths or showers right before going to sleep are really helpful um, for anybody. Because if you take a warm bath or a warm shower, when you get out, it's like your body goes from being warm to cool. And cool temperatures uh, signal our brain to release mm-hmm. like the melatonin. Um, so we, we really? will like naturally start to go into like that sleepy, sleepy mode. Right. So, so yeah, doing like a warm bath before bed, 
um, or for adults, a warm shower if you're not taking a bath. Um, and mm-hmm. that way, when you step out, your body goes, gets like, you know, a little bit cool or chilled from the air. And, um, and so that starts to signal your brain to start to wind down and relax. That's cool. Could you even do, so if you're like a morning shower person, could you even do maybe like um, a warm compress on your face or around your neck or something just to, so, you know, when you take that off, you get that cool air. Yeah. I I don't see why it wouldn't work. I mean, you're, again, it's just a signal that you're sending the body. So if you've got like maybe a warm robe that you can put on, maybe as you're getting ready, like doing your night routine and getting ready and then taking it off like five or 10 minutes before bed. And then your, um, Mm -hmm. your body temperature will have to go down at that time. Right. It'll, or it'll get cooler because of, of that change. So yeah, give that a try. Um, I haven't, you know, read anything specific to doing it that way, but as, but I don't see why biologically it wouldn't work. (laughs) It's still the same. same (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. And then let me know how it works. You'll have to report back. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it's interesting. I fall asleep very quickly. Um, My husband gets upset because he's like, it takes him forever to fall asleep. And I'm like, my head hits pillow. I'm out. I'm done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but on those nights when I'm like having trouble sleeping, cause that, that brain process is just nonstop that to-do list gets stuck in my head. I will definitely try that. So thank you. I appreciate it. The other thing I would say, if your brain is like going, uh, when you're trying to rest and and get to sleep is write things down rather than letting your brain kind of go through the checklist so that you can get it out of your mind like physically get it out out. yeah Mm -hmm. and that way it's a it's an exercise that just allows your brain to be like okay it's done it's written down I can't forget it um that way you're not just like, okay, you got to remember this. You got to remember it. Don't forget. Don't forget it. Because if you forget it and, and then just keeps repeating in the loop, right? <laughs> so, so just if that starts to happen, you know, keep a little notebook by your bed or an index card or something and, and like, just sit up real quick, jot it down and then put it away or just put it down and, and get back in bed. And, and that should start to train your brain that, okay, it's written down. It can't be forgotten. So we're all set. We can let it we're go. We're good now. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and Jessica, I know we're, we're on the subject of sleep. Did you want to share um, a little bit mm-hmm. about your new deck that's coming out? So um, actually you can just, if you want to share about your series in general. So I have and I'm going to pull mine out. So I have my copy of your first deck here yes. <laughs> um, that I use, but I know and in, for anxiety and stress, but I know you have another one coming out here shortly. Yes. Yes. It's, oh, it's in the final stage. It's a little bit later than I anticipated um, with my initial um, date, but I, it's in the process of finalizing um, and getting ready to print. So it's the wellness within sleep edition is coming out. Like you said, the anxiety and stress edition, um, which I also have here 
has been out since the fall and that came from inspiration of just everything that was going on last this past year right and wanting to have a way to serve (laughs) yeah serve people that maybe didn't know where to get started or what to do or who to go to Mm -hmm. um, in order to manage all of these new things that were coming up due to stress and anxiety so um, this is all based both this deck and the sleep edition and future decks to come within this wellness within series Um, it's all based on the eight branches of classical chinese medicine and um, five of those branches are represented within the cards Um, and so those are meditation movement nutrition body work and acupressure and using having those tools to to work on yourself and work on some healing practices for yourself in whatever capacity you have space for in your life so um, whether you're you need the anxiety and stress edition in your life or you need help with sleep the sleep edition coming out um, this is a tool that is meant to be simple to give you the opportunity to introduce the self-care and wellness into your life in a very easy and accessible way so whether I don't know how you're using it Carrie but like whether you're just pulling one card and having that be your card for the day, Mm -hmm. or if you pull out a few cards, maybe something from each category and do a whole little practice for yourself. Um, Maybe, maybe that takes 10 minutes, maybe 15. Um, So it, I see it being used in so many different ways. And I've already in my own podcast and, and YouTube channel, I've I, I will do this on wellness Wednesdays. Um, I will go through a self-care routine. Sometimes it's something different, but often I will just pull cards from my deck and do a routine, um, that people can follow along with. And, um, it's really simple to do. Um, so the sleep edition is going to address just areas of sleep, whether, there's been an update to the book uh, to include some information on sleep and why it's important um, to have good sleep, but all the other information Mm -hmm. is mostly um, the same because it's just about the eight branches and how it applies to our self-care and wellness. Um, But these, the new set of cards are all going to be for promoting healthy sleep or patterns of relaxation throughout your day, even. So introducing uh, some different meditation practices that can be done, whether it be in the morning or at bedtime, like in your bed um, or doing, um, you know, the different pressure points, acupressure points, you could do them during the day to help your body um, just prepare better for sleep and have more restful sleep at night um, or you could do it right before bed so you have the option it's flexible and again you could do one card you could do 10 cards it's up to you um, how you want to do it and there's going to be just like with the anxiety and stress edition there is um, at the end of the guidebook there is a set of recommended like point combinations so they'll have that for sleep as well in the sleep edition Uh, so if you want to follow a specific you know grouping of points for yourself that you feel align better you could do that or you could just intuitively pull or just read the descriptions of each one and pick what you feel you need um it's really flexible and (laughs) so I'm really excited for this next one yeah so 
for me personally, I love the fact that I feel like I'm more at the beginner stage where I can just pull one thing and consume one thing at a time instead of, you know, having like this whole huge volume of things that you're like trying to learn and process and all these new like techniques. I, I love that I can isolate it to one thing. And the other thing, and this keeps coming up, so I don't know if somebody needs to hear this, but <laughs> you can incorporate your kids with this. So my daughter, Anna, she will, will f- flare out the cards. She loves pulling cards. And I ask her, you know, okay, pull a card that's going to be, you know, for our, our, well, our highest benefit, our highest wellness, and she'll pull a card and then she gets my little Harry Potter wand, she calls it, (laughs) and we do it together. So um, it's, it's really fun because again, you know, you're teaching them different tools that they can have to, to help with stress, anxiety, with now sleep, which I'm excited. Um, So I love this because it's, it's really, you know, just thinking back, like as kids, wellness and like, you know, just being healthy, like it was each or four, your five food groups or whatever, but that was all, you know, get your exercise. That was all that we were really told as a kid. So yeah. we have so many different tools and modalities now to really just give our kids the opportunity to just be healthier, not just from a physical standpoint, but emotionally as well. And I think that's so powerful and such an amazing, like, it just fills me up with so much joy because, you know, knowing all the like stress and anxiety I went through as a kid, I, I didn't necessarily have the tools to process it. And now we're able to give, give our kids so much more, um, and hopefully just their overall wellness, you know, and I I just love that. So Sorry, a little tangent there, but (laughs) and I love that you're doing it with your girls. I absolutely love that. I think it's so perfect to introduce them, especially, you know, like even the acupressure cards, like it's a simple picture and they can look at the picture and, and follow along, um, or find that, find that spot on their body. And, you know, mom and dad can read the description (laughs) of what it's for. And so they start to learn. right? They start to take in that information like, oh, if I'm feeling, you know, really hyper, I want to like press this point. Okay. And then over time they start doing it on their own and it's such a beautiful thing. And it's so great that you're teaching your girls that and anybody out there who's doing the work to teach their kids the tools for this emotional wellness, like you're talking about, it's so important. So important. I know even myself, I, I, I was introduced into the world of like breathwork and meditation a little bit earlier on, I think in my life than some people out there, but I, knowing the, the people around me, like we just, it wasn't, and it wasn't in the school system. I just happened to have a mom who was really interested in a lot of this stuff. So, um, so that was, that was beneficial, um, in certain times of my life, but but in the in schools, they don't teach it. So we have to teach these kids, our kids at home, that they have the tools. And you know, sadly, we didn't get it, and most schools still don't teach it. And so it's our job to pass it on, do it for ourselves, but then also do it for them, Absolutely. so that they can have a better, yeah. um, you know, overall health and wellness in their future. So a couple of comments coming in from Facebook. Uh, Shannon says. 
she just joined. Did we pull a card already? So I don't know if you're interested, if you want to pick a card, a card from, from your, your stress and anxiety oh. edition and share. And Ooh. she also says, I need to check out these decks. All of this stuff sounds right up my alley. And yes. Teresa, that's my mom. So that's very informative. <laughs> Thank you both. <laughs> you're so welcome. Happy I could be here. Let me see if let's let's pull a random card see what comes up yeah thanks for the idea shannon that's fun oh here we go one just flew out so i don't know who needs that's this somebody it. must need it but this is cv12 i don't know if you can see this image here really clearly but that black dot in the middle of yep. the abdomen is where we're going um so it's right on our center line and it's halfway between the bottom of our sternum and our belly button so if you find those two points you're going halfway and that's where CV12 is. Um, and I'll read to you what it's for. So this helps to open and clear the solar plexus chakra. It's great for worry, anxiety, or overthinking. It's also really helpful for stomach aches. So this is like my son's like belly ache button that I tell him to press. Um, then it's good Aww. for abdominal distension, <laughs> nausea or vomiting, acid reflux, if you're having any in indigestion. And it's also good for insomnia. So somebody <laughs> somebody needed this Perfect. today. <laughs> um, you can do- Maybe this. me. <laughs> um, every deck comes uh, also with a card. Oh, it's right here actually, with a how to apply acupressure. And I give you some tips on the different ways to do it. Um, Carrie has, happens to have the same tool here that I sold with the decks as an option. Mm -hmm. um, so you can use a tool, you can just use your finger and press um, on the abdomen. You don't need to go too deep um, as you would in an area that's maybe more muscular, um, but just enough that you're getting like pushing through the layer of the skin and feeling some sort of sensation. You don't wanna press too hard on the stomach because you're, you know, if you've eaten or anything lately, um, you just want to avoid <laughs> pressing on your organs too much. But the other option is to tap and try to angle this down a little bit, but you can also just tap the point. Oh, okay. All right. That's an option. But if you're pressing, just pressing so that um, maybe like a quarter of an inch um, with into the skin, it's not, uh, not too, too, too hard. You're not pressing too hard on the abdomen. And you may just, even if you just place your finger there, you may feel some sort of sensitivity without pressing deeply. Um, so that, mm -hmm. that can be the case for some people. Um, but yeah, this, this is one of the points in the anxiety and stress edition deck. Check it out. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. You're so so this, I know we're coming up on the hour here. This has been an amazing conversation. I love all of it, all the tips, all the tools. There's so much and you're just a wealth of knowledge. So thank you so much for joining on the show. Um, and then we'll connect here later and I'll get all your you're different. I know you're you're all over the place, girl. You've got you go live on Wednesdays, I think, and I mean you're you're on all the things. So we'll get all your social media links, <laughs> your website. Um, so if folks want to connect to you, they can and they can check out your deck because, um, awesome. yeah, it's definitely something that we play with here in our house, and I think it's a great asset to anybody who's looking to incorporate more, um, you know, different tools that they can have to help with stress and anxiety so and soon to be sleep as well so yes. exciting
Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. I always love, love these conversations. I could go on for hours. So um, thank you. <laughs> me too. We'll definitely have to have you back because I know you, like I said, you're a wealth of knowledge. There are a hundred rabbit holes we can go down. So we'll definitely <laughs> have you back. Sounds great. <laughs>